I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And welcome to another episode of Australian Jams. Uh, a v- old friend now. We've known each other for a few years. Uh, who goes to a lot of shows, and I think everyone around Melbourne would know who this person is without even realising it. Um, today I've got Aiden Misham Pywell. Yeah. I never know how to say it. With me, hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. Aiden's tired after a long day, so um, we'll we'll give him a bit of slack. Um, but tell us who you are, what you do. Um, so I'm Aiden. I mainly study, but also write about music. Really just speak the bands that you can talk about and ramble about, I guess. Like, yep. I love those like, up and coming artists. I just also doing different things as opposed to just the same artists yes. over and over again. Yes. So it's fun to try something different, to listen to something different, I guess. Yeah. Um, how would people know of you? At shows. Um, so I'm reasonably <laughs> tall and I dance with a lot of arm movement. Like, you've probably seen me in your way yep. once or twice, really. Once or twice or every time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moderately. Um, and what's the name of the blog you write or run? Um, so I run a blog, Long and Live. Long and Live. So it's lots of long ramblings about albums and live reviews. <laughs> I didn't even think about that being the name, but yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, you also spent time writing at Sample Size. Yeah, so I wrote for Sample Size and sort of organized stuff there for maybe two and a half years. Yeah. As well, I just sort of flitted around between like Casual Band Blogger, Beat, and Adam Not Eve over the years as well. Yep, yeah. So Adam, uh, bleh, Adam. Aiden uh, is a really dedicated live music person, um, and I love people like Aiden because they're just completely enthusiastic about music and that is only good for the local scene so everyone get around people like him and try to be more like Aiden um that's my little uh note for today let's get into the music what's your first song for us today uh so our first one for today is Willaris K's Risen surprise <laughs> <laughs> so this one's I guess a bit of an expected one from me yeah but it's an absolute belter I think and it's really interesting within the Australian music scene yep. in that 
Australia definitely has its own brand of dance music. And we've always known, like, from your bag raiders to your presets and flume and stuff. Yep. But with RSK's very true to origin, like, very, very techno-y, very heavy. Mm. There's no pop sensibilities behind it. He just goes hard. But, you know, Triple J is getting behind it, which is refreshing, and he's selling out a whole tour at the moment. And he just makes really good music, and it's working for him. And it's just nice to see well-made music just cutting above yep. the fluff and really standing out. Yeah. And we were just having a chat about him uh, before we started recording. Can you tell us a bit about his backstory from maybe this time last year to now? So about like a year ago, I saw him support Crooked Colours at Northcote Social Club. Yeah. And it was a great show. Like, you know, he turned it up at mid-evening yep. like, and it really worked for him. I think that was like a Sunday night as well. So things were really going and then that was after one song was out. He released another one a few months later and played Splendor. Yep. I think the rumors were that, you know, if he got through, if Splendor went well, he was quitting his job as a Sparky. Yeah. Splendor went really well. He had a 3 p.m. <laughs> slot and an overflowing tent. Like, yeah. it was a monstrous time. Like, it was probably one of the best parts of the whole festival, especially, like, for a 3 o'clock yeah. DJ set. Like, that's saying a lot I think yeah for sure from there he's done like Picnic in Melbourne and a few other shows around the place supporting he nipped over to America for Coachella just casually yeah it wasn't really mentioned but (laughs) there was the videos of him on planes and him at Coachella (laughs) which is like crazy for someone at the time he had two songs out yeah this is big stuff yeah and then yeah he's selling out his national debut tour now so he's done Northcote Social Club twice this run as well as Oxford Art Factory in Sydney a couple of times so yeah not small venues and then yeah he released his third single last week which is Risen yeah and it's definitely his best like you can see his growth and development in this song and the complexity of the layering it's like it's a really there's a big journey in that song yeah even if there's no words like you can feel the changes yeah and you can feel like your more classical origins in the like most piano-esque sections through to your very heaving yeah. three in the morning clubs. Yeah, it does bits. move through that, doesn't it? And yeah. it, I mean, it's seven and a half minutes long, so you'd hope that it's got a bit of movement about it because otherwise seven and, bit, seven and a half minutes is a long time. But uh, as someone coming from the perspective of, I don't really listen to this type of music, it was really interesting to listen to the whole way through and the way it moved and everything, it, it just like I know that it's not created to be background music, but I could totally picture my office having this on in the background and like everyone enjoying it for the whole duration. Yeah, it's like never ending music almost. It's just like yeah. you phase in and out as you need to phase in and out. Yeah, but you're always sort of moving to it, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. it's just it seems really uh, mature and advanced compared to maybe as you were saying, a lot of dance music in Australia is very pop developed or or the song structures are really poppy or things like that whereas this yeah. completely throws all that out the window and just it's very european as you said yeah like it's good i think it just comes from a different idea almost like you know there's nothing wrong with your flumes you're picking ducks and stuff like they make great music yeah. to a great crowd but to be able to just ditch that friendliness that i guess that they have and still get big triple j support and you know still get put on festivals and things like that that's a pretty strong move. Like, I can't think of the last artist like that. I guess Golden Features comes close. Yeah. But he's been here and there a bit. Like, he definitely did not have that same rise. Yeah. As Valaris K's had in the yeah. year. I mean, Coachella. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's have a 
listen to a small part of this seven and a half minute song. This is uh, Risen by Will RSK. My first song for this episode is Evergreen by the Cut String Tangle featuring Dustin Tebbett. Uh, Aiden and I were just laughing that we both kind of forgot about them because they took like disappeared for a really long time. And um, one of my notes is that I, I kind of feel like the Cut String Tangle's return hasn't been as widely discussed yeah. because it did take a long time and kind of other people jumped up to take his place in that scene in Australia. Um, that all being said, this song is really, really, really great. And it takes the the feel of both um, the Kite String Tangle and Dustin Tebbett's kind of music and merges it into one. And I think that comes through in the songwriting, obviously, because of Dustin Tebbett and his vocal is really important, but the, the structure of it is really good. But then the production is very Kite String Tangle. And it's a really nice combination that maybe I wouldn't have expected to happen. I think they work together really well. I definitely remember seeing them play the same show years... It would be years ago now. Yeah. And I think like back then, I think they might have had like one collab. Like, you know, that idea was floating there. But this really brings it together as, I guess... a the perfect collab sort of situation where both identities are there, yep. but it doesn't feel tacked on and mm. it doesn't feel disjointed either. Like it's just that nice flow. I think like, I didn't love the track, but I did like how well it was done. Yeah. I think, yeah. Had, the, had this come out earlier, I guess, as there was more buzz around either artist, there might be that urge to hit repeat or yeah. hit play more. But these are both artists that I was listening to a few years ago that have sort of fallen off the bandwagon with. Mm. And I think when it comes to it, it's not that this is a bad song or anything like that. It's just that I've moved on. Yeah. But they've done it all perfectly. And I think that's the disappointing element of it in, for me. It's not that it's bad. Like, I'd love to listen to this more and more, but it's remembering to go and listen to it more and more. Yeah, because there are other artists that, yeah, have jumped up. And I know that Dustin Tebbett's been doing a lot of co-writes with really similar artists, so... Uh, Lanks, I know he spends a bit of time with, and yeah. um, obviously not a similar artist, but I know that he he does a bit of stuff with Alexander Biggs and people like that, and I know that he's a super accomplished songwriter. Yeah, and I definitely think that he's brought that to this song, and and yeah, I just think it's just a really lovely song, yeah. and I really enjoyed listening to it, even though it came out a month ago, <laughs> and I know that I'm only meant to choose recent. Anyway. Uh, Let's have a have a bit of a listen, uh, and it'd be cool to hear what everyone thinks of this one, considering Aiden and my slightly differing opinions. <laughs> Not that that's a problem. Uh, so this is Evergreen by the Kite String Tangle featuring Dustin Tebbett. I'm starting to fall A story untold In your eyes I'm seeing the moon in your 
then next song uh next song is rackets space cadets yes tell me um it's hard to do a fun song whilst keeping a fun song interesting or borderline serious and i think this does it perfectly i think that my favorite part of the whole thing is where they're counting down and rather than two one it's just guitars. Yep. And like they do it again later where they actually have the two and one. And it just throws you every time. Yeah. And they're, fun, they're great live. They're really fun live. But then they just put it perfectly into this song. Like, it's not gimmicky at all. But it is. Yeah. Like, putting a helmet on to protect you from acid rain is a bit of a weird lyric to get hit by. But it's fun. Like, yeah. it's fun. It's good. And it contrasts their sort of more serious songs of the past too. Like, you know, they've really sung strong, like strong pieces about, you know, being a woman and things like that. And they do that really well as well. Mm. And just to have something just fun like this pulls people in. It yeah. works. It's fun. Like, yeah, I, I keep saying fun, but I think fundamentally that's what it is. Yeah. It's really well executed. Like, Funness. Like, it's yeah. just that best part of being, I guess, in your early 20s almost. Like, that idea of you go childish side, but you've improved and you know what you're doing and you can construct it all. So, it's like the opposite almost of Will RSK, where he's proving his maturity, maturity yeah. and his technical excellence. Racket have almost rejected that. And they're like, yeah, we can play guitar, we can play a song. Yeah. We can also have a laugh at ourselves. Yeah. I, this song was much more restrained than I expected it to be from them. Because uh, I always picture Racket as this really kind of thrashy, out there band. This was really restrained, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, I've got a story about Racket, actually. They're, they're incredibly wonderful people. Um, obviously, Beck's done a lot of stuff. Like, she shaved her head for charity and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But also, uh, I was with a couple of my artists, and we were touring up to Sydney. Um and we needed a drum kit at the last moment, and they were so kind. Yeah. They offered it up. They were angry at us for not staying at their house. They had this big, beautiful house in Sydney, and um, they were so generous with all of their time and, and all of their equipment for nothing in return. Yeah. And um, it just makes such a difference when you can go to another city as an artist and, and have that connection with people, and, and I was just really grateful for them, and I think that is reflected in a lot of the things that they do. And then their message is taken a lot more seriously because they're not out there to piss people off. They're out there to make a point and they're going to only overstep that mark when it's really necessary. Um, I think I went a really long way of saying that, but yeah, I, I really liked this one. My note for this is quite cool. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't, express it properly. Yeah, I, I think it's just very much one where it balances it out and sort of creates them as people yeah. as well. Like, it just creates them as a fun band. Like, it's that quirky little fact about them, almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's listen to this fun track, uh, Space Cadet by Racket. one is probably a slight surprise uh from me i don't know maybe it's not something that i would normally pick or or listen to tell me i'm wrong um so i've chosen frostbitten by no mono uh i think that 
No Mono is a really interesting um, group, duo. Uh, it's, I don't know how to say his name. Is it Ian Sec? Wouldn't have a clue. No one. Tom Tom from Big Scary and Number One Dads and Tom Snowden. Uh, so they're part of the Pie Eater crew. Uh, I just really love their vocal together. I think it's so different. But they- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I've made it fit really well. And I think this is a really good example of how clever they are as musicians and how interesting they are. Um, I never really listened to a lot of number one dads. I did listen to a lot of big scary get get mad at me for not listening to number one dads it's just not something that i ever got around to listening to but uh i think that this yeah this is a really nice collaboration is probably the word i know that they're really accomplished artists in their own right and then coming together is is really beautiful um thoughts i found this one interesting i i didn't really get onto number one dads or big scary like, they've always known they've been there and i've yeah. definitely listened to big scary's album and I've definitely listened to bits of No Mono's stuff as well. I think for me, the limitation is recognizing they're super talented artists. Yep. And I, it's a similar thing to I sat down to Paul Kelly's Best Of for mm. the first time the other week. And my one response was, A, two and a half hours is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and B, there's a lot of talent there, but it's just not for me. Yeah. I think this was less of the case. Like, I did enjoy the structuring of this song I could almost feel those like borderline like electronic vibes almost in that stripped back the way the piano and stuff's used yeah touches on those same ways as some bands are using synths and things like that so I could see the relation to it and I think it was really interesting in that point yeah like I could listen to it on an interesting note mm. but less as a oh this is what I want to listen to when I go to uni in the morning or something like that but yeah, having said that, there's so much talent yeah. in that song. It just oozes yeah, it's talent scary, and it? professionalism and we've had a lot of time on our hands, so let's create perfection. Yeah, I find the two of them really intimidating, like really intimidating. I can um, imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that being said, this is off a, a record. So I'll link to the record in the show notes. I think it's very much worth even just one listen through just to kind of see what they're about. Uh, but yeah, this was definitely my favorite from the record, I think for sure. Uh, so yeah, let's have a, let's have a listen to Frostbitten by No Mono. Let me know what you think. Oh, 
Hey, just going to jump in here for a moment to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Yamaha Music Australia. They've given me an AG06 audio interface to record with, and it's been an absolute dream since I've had it. It's so much easier to record with and and do all the stuff and even to record remotely to do a lot more uh, with what I've been wanting to do with Australian Jam. So Yamaha Music Australia, amazing team, brilliant people. Uh, thanks to them. Aiden's last song, and it's he's kind of started in one place and gone really far to another place throughout the song journey this this yeah. evening. Yeah. Tell us. Um, so firstly, if my parents are listening, I'm really sorry for the language <laughs> that I use in this discussion. Uh, but this is Saskant's Vaxa. Yep. It's possibly the first time I've ever simultaneously laughed related to and questioned myself <laughs> all at one time. So it's a little whippersnapper of a song. It's off their new Tremble EP, which is great. Like, Saskans are great. They're really great. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> They're a great band to get around in a great, in an excellent scene. So in that same sort of group as your Laser Tits and your Bitch Diesel and a lot of other inappropriate names, yep. more or less. And this song is literally just about sleeping with an anti-vaxxer, which is something that the singer disapproves of yes. immensely. But I think what's really funny about it is that it's the sort of thing that we all sort of accidentally do. We all spend too much time hanging out with or like crushing on someone who's fundamentally different yeah. or like opposed to us. And I guess it raises that question of, you know, do we care? Like, I think it's a running joke that I can't date anyone who doesn't like Harry Potter. Like it doesn't change the world, but it's like a care. Like it's a yeah. thing you care about. I think in this situation, it's a very extreme version of, I think, if someone's against vaccines, you're probably going to have a few differences with them. Like, it's a pretty strong one. But it still comes down to that simple idea of an isolated disagreement. Yeah. Like, obviously, you like each other enough that you can hang and you can talk and get to this position of sleeping with each other. Yeah. But... Where is it from there? So it's, yeah. like, it's just like quick, sharp, like, can't believe I did it. What was I doing? Morning after regret kind of thing. <laughs> but it's just fun, ridiculous, and just brilliant. Yeah. Like, so it's a, it's a minute 20, and we were just joking that you've kind of evened out your playtimes from the Wallaris K song of seven and a half to this one, which is one and a half. So nice work there. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a thrashy song, and as soon as I... First listened to it, straight away I thought of you wearing your Laser Tits t-shirt. Like, that's immediately my thought because they're so close, I guess, in style to Laser Tits as well. And, um, yeah, I not my style of music, but I found the lyrics funny, very, very funny, and just kind of a bit of a laugh. And it's the kind of song that even if you're not, like, really into this stuff, you're going to have it in your head and just chuckling to yourself for ages. The line, the key line, I think just flows scarily well. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I can't believe I fucked an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) that sentence shouldn't flow and roll that nicely. And that's, I guess, a testimony to their songwriting too. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's just a bit thrashy and and nice and and quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's have a quick Listen to it. It's uh, Vaxa by Suscuts. Yeah. 
So we're just having a laugh at uh, my Twitter during football matches. Aiden says that he lives for it. Other people unfollow me. Um, make your own mind up. I, I don't. Couldn't. I could name one player from Sydney. Who? Buddy. Yeah. And it's pretty obvious when you think about it. But it's just great. It's fun. It keeps me updated. It reminds me to check the Bulldogs. Like, I'm... <laughs> I love AFL. It just is very poorly scheduled <laughs> around around, around every other element of my life. I'm either at music or I'm on a questionable date or I'm <laughs> at work. I think like since I've been 15, 16, if there is a game on, I've been doing something. Yeah. Like whether I'm working in the afternoon or out doing things. Kind of, I went from collecting... I have sticker books, like AFL sticker books at home and the player cards... And like Guernseys and scarves. Uh, growing up, I was mad into Bulldogs. <sighs> and I got a job and worked 20 hours a <laughs> and week. And I got a job. <laughs> and then I got a job as a teenager, worked like 20 hours a week, consumed a lot of weekends. Whereas I refuse to do anything when the football's on. Anyone that knows me will uh, be well aware of this. Uh, anyway, music. We're up to my last song for today, which has happened really quickly. Um... So I've chosen Dead Broke Blues by Mid-City. I'd heard this, I was just trolling through Unearthed and found this and picked it because I really liked the press shot and that's generally why I'll pick something out of the mass of everything else. Had a listen, I really, really liked it. Um, And then just listened to it on Spotify a few times and in preparation for the podcast, I was like, I should check out their Facebook. Turns out it's them Bruins. Uh, a band that disappeared years ago um, who I really didn't like very much and they've come back with this kind of just indie guitar music and I really, really like it and Oscar Dawson has produced this song and I just dig it. Like People have made references to the strokes and I kind of get where that reference comes from but I don't think it's particularly similar. Yeah. I just really like this song. Yeah, it was good. It was... I think as someone who grew up listening to a lot of indie rock, yep. I would always argue the Brizzy's, the Brizzy kids do it best. Yeah. Like Brisbane has such a strong scene. But this has a nice take on it. And I have no idea where Mid-City are from. Like, could not tell you. But you can... St- <laughs> Melbourne, apparently. <laughs> but, like, you can tell that they're still within that delightfully Australian yeah. indie rock scene. But they're doing their own thing. And I guess, like, yeah, Oscar Dawson's product, like, involvement... Mm. Makes sense. Like, yeah. he pulls things out that are quite impressive. Yeah, all. well, coming from the Alex Leahy record into this, it makes sense, doesn't it? The, yeah. the vibe of it. And, I mean, Holy Holy as well. Obviously a little bit different, but still get really heavily based on guitar music. I just, yeah, this song came out of nowhere for me, and I'm so happy I found it, and I'm just kind of waiting for the next thing now. Yeah, I think when I listened to it, it was, uh, yeah, I can listen to this. More times. Like, yeah. it, it didn't have, like, quite the indie pop hook, almost, that really catches a good yeah. indie rock track. But everything else is there. They play me, really well. It's a perfect, like, album song, I think. Yeah. For me, the hook was the end of the chorus. Yeah. Uh, which probably sounds strange for a hook, but the end of the chorus really got me, and I'm a big fan of things like uh, key changes and turns in voice and things like that, and I think the way they end the chorus 
is a musical, like an instrumental representation of that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that really worked for me. And as I said, Press Shot's really cool. Mid City is a pretty cool name. Yeah, I'm I'm keen to see what happens next. Uh, anyway, let's listen to a little bit of it, and uh, we'll come back and see what Aiden's doing soon. Okay, Aiden, what have you got coming up? So I'm going to pretend that I've got uni coming up. Like I really should be doing more uni work. <laughs> so just... you do have uni coming up. You just don't know how much of it you'll do. Oh, yeah. Like, and it all happen. <laughs> I tend to be a good student. It's all right. Um, outside of that, I guess I'm covering a couple of gigs. I've got Will RSK's one, which will be reviewed sometime next week. Mm-hmm. As well as, yeah, just a variety of gigs and albums coming up over the next few. There's some really exciting ones coming out. I think West Everton's next week. Yeah, the the album artwork looks awesome. I have listened to the album, but I've not looked at the artwork. I've done the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I've looked at the artwork and not <laughs> so at the sound, album. Well, it sounds like it's a great one all round then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be sure to link to... Aiden's blog, um, you just mouthed that at me while I was saying it, uh, long and live in the show notes. Please go and, and give it a like on Facebook and follow it because Aiden really does put a lot of effort into reviews and, and things like that. So it definitely deserves a bit of attention. So definitely do that. Um, what have I got coming up? I don't even know. I'm, I bought a ticket to go and see Odette on the 12th of August and I'm extremely excited about that because I love Odette with all of my heart and soul because she's incredible. Um, Aiden really wants more water and he doesn't <laughs> want to make more noise so that's what this noise is going to be when he pours his water. <laughs> Forcing me into it. <laughs> um, oh, that's a good sound. <laughs> Editing, right? Yes. <laughs> um... What else? I'm going to go and watch my football team probably lose again because it's a bad year. Uh, and, yeah, uh, if anyone's got good gigs coming up, please let me know. I'm going to try and get to a lot more um, now that my leg works again um, and that I live closer to things. So please tell me that you've got gigs coming up and I will try to come to them. Um, otherwise, thank you so much for coming all the way up here, not Aiden. Yes, that's all right. Because you live far away from me. Not that far. When you don't have keys to your house, you live far from me. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And everyone obviously keep going to live shows, keep buying music or streaming it legally uh, to help artists, please, especially Australian artists. And as I keep saying for the past two episodes, three now, got something super special happening in july to celebrate our first birthday so keep an eye out because it's going to be a blast um and yeah thank you so much it's all right thanks for having me and we'll see you all very soon
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.